Be Coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant, located at 1515 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Here, you'll feel part of the yachting tradition of South Florida as you experience the Boatyard's hooked-table, seafood-eccentric menu with fresh catches listed by name of the fisherman who caught them. The Boatyard's open kitchen is also known for premium grilled cuts of meat and a menu that's sourced from local ingredients. Sit inside in modern nautical-themed rooms or dockside and watch the boats cruise by as you enjoy lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch. Monday through Friday, the locals know that the Boatyard's happy hour is the best place to gather for bar bites and handcrafted cocktails at great prices. And don't miss out on Ladies' Night every Thursday. Call ahead to book your reservation today at 954-525-7400. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Real Guy Podcast. Today, I got Martha Bennett in the Lunker Dog Studios. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dying to do a podcast with Martha. I've known Martha um, for the better part of my life, and she's always been a mover and shaker right here in Fort Lauderdale. Martha, thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Of course, I would come to see you. (laughs) Now, if you don't know Martha... um, yeah. Where the hell you been? No, no just kidding. <laughs> I wish I knew all the people that say they knew me. That's the thing. Well, you know, the 2,000 business... friends on Facebook, you can't find anybody to come get you when you run out of gas. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> now, Martha's got a real successful um, restaurant in town called Blue Moon Fish Company, right? That's it. And um, 23 years. Yeah, that's pretty insane. That's crazy. You know what's cool? I think about um, uh, your restaurant. And then I think about growing up here. It's like, you know, you grew up here. There were some staples in town that aren't even here anymore. Right. Like Burton Jacks. Yeah. And yesterday's. Run, yesterday's. Runway yeah. 84 is still there. Runway 84 is still there. And then I think, like, man, I go, Martha. <laughs> and I realize Martha and I, we grew up together. I've known Martha since she's about 14 or 15 years old. Um, but Martha's got the restaurant in town. Yeah, it's crazy. That people say, oh, have you been to Blue Moon Fish Company? And I just kind of, you know, with a slight smile on my face. Yeah, I was on a plane the other day and I said, oh, this guy said, you know, what business are you in? I said, oh, the restaurant business, Blue Moon Fish Company. He said, oh, wow, that place is an institution. And at first I was happy and then I was like, whoa, wait, do you want to be an institution? Because then, you know, you've been here for a long time, but is that good or bad, you know? That's freaking great. Yeah, well, you're probably right. It is, but it still sounds like you got to keep up. You know, well, and you've done a, a, a good job over the years of keeping up. And I think that's the name of the game because, I mean, Fort Lauderdale growth rate and the it's way, crazy. Yeah. And the way it changes here so fast, like what, what changes here in a year will take another city a decade. Right. That's true. And, you know, um, yeah, more traffic. I can't complain about the traffic because do, that's for us. That's good. But do you find that like in the fishing business, it's 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 kind of a challenge. Yeah. And you're in the restaurant business. Is it a challenge with the crazy growth rate that we have? Well, I mean, the challenge now is that there's so much growth and there's so many more places, though. I mean, you really do have to. I mean, it's good and bad. Of course, we want great restaurants. We want to be known for, you know, Fort Lauderdale has great places to go. But the piece of the pie gets smaller. So if you just sort of stick with what you've been doing and you don't kind of keep up with what other people are doing then that's that's the problem that's the issue you know they're all big and fancy and beautiful and you know ours is kind of the waterfront i mean our that's our whole thing you know what's cool you remember when we were growing up and like shooters was the waterfront place yes i mean granted it was about drinking instead of eating so much in the the bikini contests and then, right, yeah. Maybe I should try that. Maybe we should bring that back. What do you can't do Blue stuff Moon, like that Bikini anymore. contest brunch. Well, that would be lit, though. We, I should think about that. No, but you, but like, but with, with Blue Moon is like, you grew out of the drinking phase. Right. And then like this town used to be about 50 cent chicken wings. I know. You yeah, know? no, 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 not anymore. No, no, not, no, no, it's, you know, rooftop fancy and dressed and it's changed big time. Yeah. Now the, um, one of the, the thing that I've noticed and you're kind of like becoming a big time minority in the restaurant business, especially in this town, huge investors. Exactly. That's what I mean. People, $5 million build outs. I mean, are you kidding me? That's I'm just, just insane. 
It's insane. I mean, the places look gorgeous, and I will say, I'm not trying to say our food is so fantastic, even though I think it is because we've been there 23 years, and we probably wouldn't be if it wasn't. But the one issue that I do have with a lot of restaurants, not only in Fort Lauderdale, but many places, is you walk in, it's fantastic, it's gorgeous, everybody's there to take that Instagram picture, they've got the wings on the wall, the this on the wall, the food comes to the table, it's absolutely marginal. I mean, it has really gotten now almost the second thing people talk about i'll find reviews on yelp they won't even mention the food in the service what the valet said what somebody did at the bar one i pulled up a review recently and the lady said it said very disappointed and i was like wow i wonder what this is about because they pull out a little blurb she came to lunch and she said oh the food was amazing the service was so great but you know we were really disappointed we didn't see a manatee my girl, how in the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to make sure there's manatees going by while you're eating? So uh, when someone sees that on the review, though, it just says very disappointed. So if you're just looking and making a decision, that could, I mean, that's changed it a lot, too. So the, uh, uh, dude, the, the expectations of now having marine life go by, I, yeah, I can't, you right. know. Well, and the, dude, the Yelp thing, you got to realize, Martha, you know, lots of people are on Yelp. But the nutcases are the yeah. ones that make right, right, <laughs> and, and that'll give you an ulcer if you look. Oh at that my! Stuff. I, I can't look anymore. I, I really, honestly, cannot look. I could. That could be a whole nother day for us to dude, go through the well, the Yelp reviews that are just absolute dude, bullshit. Yelp, Yelp is retarded. They call me, you know, and they want to like, you know, dude, you, you get good reviews online, and you should really do the Yelp this and Yelp that. Yeah. And I said, do you know about my wife? And they're like, who's your wife? I says, well, you should know about my wife. Right. She's got a business in town here. And she does the Yelp stuff. And she's got, like, one of the best places in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. But every 20 or so reviews, some nutcase. Exactly. Will make some weird freaking comment. I know. I know. And, then, and my, you know, you know how Nicole is. She runs around trying to fix it. Exactly. Yeah, I, I used to do that, too. I, I don't do it anymore because it just got so unbearable what people their version of what happened and what really happened you it just there's no way well i'm not the sh- you know like i i definitely don't know a whole lot about the restaurant business i know a little bit about the drinking business from the old, <laughs> from the old days but you're able well like for instance when my wife wants to go to sit down in a nice restaurant it blue moon's always like Right on top. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely that, that place, and, and it is a special occasion place. The other the other thing, though, we do have with the special occasion, being that special occasion place recently, is getting people to just come in, you know, on a whim. I can't tell you how many friends might say, oh, we went by in the boat, but, you know, we weren't dressed. Like, that kind of, when you do that linen tablecloth that we started with 23 years ago, now, people don't really want so much of that. You want it just to be easy, you know, and order a few things and maybe pop in. So, that's also a challenge, is getting just that normal person to be driving on the street and come in and not that destination. So, we're always trying to think about ways to, I don't want to say dumb it down, but make sure people just don't want to go by and go well we've got to be in a three-piece suit do you know what i mean so no, I know exactly that's I mean. also kind of challenging is when just come in what are you wearing i mean unless you're in a g-string i think you're good but it you do have that reputation too so it's forever being thought about you know well i send a lot of my clients to blue moon because you know they come in from out of town they right. want they want to fish right yeah and i know like I know that if I send them down there because I go there because I care about the place because I pay attention yeah, I don't no, no. I don't have to look over my shoulder. Right. Right. I, I what am I going to send them to the new Del Mar place down here? I know. Dude, I went to that place the other day. Oh, really? Well, you know, um I don't know, some people were up there that Nicole was friends, and she come home from work, and she was telling me about it. I said, you want to go up there? She said, yeah. <laughs> so we went up there, and we hung out for a little while, and I'm like, uh, you know, at the top floor of the place, I did a valet. I stood in line to get in the fucking elevator. Oh, my God. I got in the room. I See, got, I, I couldn't do it. I, I got just, up oh. there, and I just, you know, like, I was cool. I was cool. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like I was enjoying myself a whole a lot, but Nicole wanted to be up in there, so we right. went up there, and I was cool. But I thought to myself, is what if I sent somebody, like, one of my best clients, Jim Hayes, up in there? Right, right. <laughs> I, might, I, I might lose a client. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, too, it's hard because I... 
when you're in this business, it's like anything else. If you work at the beach, you're not going to go to the beach on your day off. So, I mean, I have not been to almost any of these really new places, which I should check out. But the last thing I want to do when I'm not socializing and dressed up and heels talking to people is go to another place now and do that. No, so yeah, I, I don't really get out there as much as, as it seems like I do because that's what I do for a living, you know, but... Yeah. But I mean, back to the Yelp thing, I, I, I can't even, because if I see one more person say overpriced, like compared to what this guy the other day said, I say the other day, this is actually years ago. Cause I just can't look anymore. <laughs> and he said, the food was great. You know, da, 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 again, but 25% overpriced than most places on the water. Well, you know, I have a problem with that because how do you fucking know? How do you know I'm that much more overpriced? Like, what do you know about this business that you have can even say that number? Yeah. So I said, I wrote something back. This is actually, I think, a Facebook one, not Yelp, but where you could finally start writing back because right. you couldn't for the longest time say anything back. And he said, well, I go to a lot of restaurants. So, you know, that's how I know. And I said, well, I fly on a lot of planes. I have no idea how much it costs to fucking run one. So that overpriced is also something you'd be more specific, like compared to what? So right. that's, this, is, but yeah. this is all digital. This is all. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean. Digital. Do you know how many people call me an asshole? Oh, Di really? Digitally? Really? You know, like on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> or got something, you know, not so nice to say. I mean, I get plenty of people got stuff nice to say. Right. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, I've been called that big, tall, blonde bitch a million times because someone had gastric bypass surgery and I wouldn't <laughs> discount their check. I mean, literally. No, I'm not joking. Yeah, but how many people have ever have ever called you an asshole to your face not digitally yeah not not no not as much right <laughs> not, least, not as much right, when they get in their couple, car probably maybe a couple three or four times in your <laughs> lifetime was somebody actually right had enough conviction yeah to actually tell you that to your face right but, but they'll do it on, on oh Facebook, yeah oh they're Instagram, real they're real brave on that yes yeah, so, exactly yeah, yeah they don't, don't say anything when they're leaving they're like thanks you know yeah, well, well you know, yeah, disregard. Right. And move along. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Like that. That's and, another whole story, you and, know. And then, and then you know, like uh, becoming popular on uh, social media, um, I think it's just important to have as many people hate you as they love you. Well, I agree with that, too. I mean, people are like, you know, you have haters. I'm like, good. I, that's, I mean, let them hate. I don't even know what they're hating about, but if they have to, then that's okay because – Obviously, there's something they want to talk about. I don't know. Nothing's changed, Martha. You know, I know. This was going on when we were 16. I, you're they 100 percent right. You know? I know. They I know. I, I don't mind having haters. I feel like it's actually kind of good. Dude, it makes me laugh because most of them really don't even know you. They don't even know us. And usually, people do say, "You know, I thought you were going to be the biggest snobbiest fucking bitch." And then I'm like, "Where are we going for wings and beer?" Like, no, I don't want to go to the Del Mar. I really don't. <laughs> so the perception of this, you know, fancy restaurant. And the person that, you know, we really are, or you run this big, you know, fishing business, you're probably this or that, that's, that's a myth. So they, they hate that other person. I think, I don't think they'd really hate me if they knew me. Of course not. You know, of course not. Or if they did hate you because they knew you, you could live with that. Right. Exactly. It's like, well, then at least you formed your own opinion. But elaborate a little bit about the, uh. 2,000 friends on Facebook but can't get I mean, it's to just unbelievable. The, the friends on Facebook thing is just, or someone will say to me, how do you know, you know, Jim Thompson? I'm like, I, I, I don't. Oh, your friend's on Facebook. You know, a Facebook friend just really makes me laugh because that too, when they come into Blue Moon, they'll be like, Martha. And I'll be like, who the fuck are you? And I feel horrible. <laughs> no, I do. I feel, well, we're friends on Facebook. Number one, I'm not on there very often. I just, I'm not. I'm just not on there all the time checking who is this person? What are they doing? And that's another thing too. And there's only one of you, especially standing at blue moon, people will come in from five years ago, the walk in and be like, Martha. And I used to be able to hide it better. I think now that I, I, I can't fucking remember everybody. I see a thousand people in a weekend, literally. Yeah, right. And I'll say, Oh, you know, prompt me, you know, Jeff and Nicole from New Jersey or whatever. They'll be like, oh, you don't remember me? And be like, well, well, no, I'm sorry. I really don't. But just, I, you know, I, I kind of feel bad. I go, well, we were drinking at the bar and everything. I'll be like, well, when was that? And they'll be like, I don't know, four or five years ago, my girl. I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> but they really hold you to the standard that you're going to know every single person. So the Facebook friend and this friend just... Uh, you can't. I literally ran out of gas the other day, and it took me ten fucking minutes to think. Shit, who can I really bother 
to, to help me. Yeah. Like literally, Jeff, that's not a lie. I was like, hmm, maybe two people that I could bother to come out of my day that are my friends that want, want to come in there and fucking get discounts and bring all their family and have me don't, they would never come in and, and help me. That's the Facebook friend. They want to be your friend on Facebook, but they ain't coming to help you run out of gas, do motherfucker. You, do you know that these, uh, <laughs> these younger kids, you know, like um, this one kid that's a co-host of the show that uh, Busaka. Right. And uh, actually, you, you, you bumped into Busaka in Lamont at a reggae concert. A Steel Pulse? Yeah, Steel Pulse was a year or two right, ago. Right, yes, yes. And, um, you know, they were texting me and calling, hey, dude, Barth is really <laughs> hanging out and blah, blah, blah. But, but Busaka, at that time, he was like 25 years old, 26 years old. Yeah. Do you know he'll get upset? Like if you, if somebody didn't wish him a happy birthday on that Facebook me? thing? No way. I, I actually I changed mine so people wouldn't Dude, wish me happy birthday. Dude, like literally, I, I can't even deal with that. I don't, my, my birth date on Facebook is wrong. Mine too. Yeah. I changed it. And, you know, everybody wishes you the happy birthday right. during that time. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, I mean, it's nice. I get it or whatever. But can you believe somebody like Usaku would <sighs> actually get pissed? Uh, or hold that against somebody that yes. they didn't get an online birthday I, I, wish? I can't. I can't. And the other thing, too, with the birthdays, now we're getting a little off track, but who cares? This It's my birthday month. No, it's called a fucking birthday. You, it's a birthday, not a birth month. That's all. I, I just don't get that. No, I changed mine to January 1st because I was like, everybody's going to be just pissed, drunk, hungover, and not even care about Facebook, so I won't get the thousand messages. And thank you for that message, the, the other people, but I just, I can't. And I can't change my profile picture very often either because then I don't care if you had a pile of shit on your head. They're going to be like, you look gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just wanted to change it so it's not five years old. And, I mean, I appreciate the compliments, but it's it's over the top. It's just too much. So you're not that into having a birthday month i'm not that into having a birthday period i find it just another day that thank god i made it this far i'm not a big birthday person so when someone's like it's my birthday month fucking tourist season i'm like no it's one day there's no month involved right. nicole my wife she's a birthday monther oh my god i knew you were gonna say that Dude, nicole is... i love you but i knew you were gonna say she... that all right so i get her <laughs> i get her something somewhere between christmas and her birthday as a birthday <laughs> gift okay and whatever she wants, she gets. That's cool. Then she goes on vacation for a week. Right. With one group of friends. Right, right. Then yeah, no, I, I can't. another group of friends. And she'll do this whole birthday month and stuff. Yeah. Still now? And she's so happy. <laughs> for like a month, she's on cloud nine. And she's taking full advantage. And she's hanging out with all her friends. And they'll pull two, two or three drunks I'm in the just, whole month. And yeah. Do a keys trip and... A Bahama trip and whatever. Oh, the and I can't. I just don't. I just don't do it, dude. I'm like when my birthday comes and goes. I want to hear from my mom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I just want to sit home and do nothing, just eat, and that's it. Like, pre- leave pre- me alone. Pretty much, pretty much, my mom and my aunts and stuff that like I think about. You know, like made birthday course, cakes right, for me. Right. I want to hear from them. Right. I could give two yeah. shits about my birthday. Yeah. I don't find any. I don't care. People are like, oh my god, I missed your birthday or happy belated. I'm like, I, I didn't even last year. It was boat show weekend, Saturday night of boat show, right. and I was working, okay? And I didn't even, Baron, my ex-husband, who's also my business partner, chef owner, love him to death, we're great friends still, thank God, literally halfway through the shift, we were so busy that whole weekend, he went, holy shit, is say your birthday? And I went, holy, yeah, it, oh my God, yeah, it was, it's November 3rd, don't, anybody, we already missed it, so who cares? I didn't even remember it was my birthday, literally halfway through Saturday night. You're just because it's just you're working you're doing stuff and, and i tried to just not even get out there so yeah i'm the opposite so your restaurant um totally cranks it during the boat show. oh my god cranks and love boat show they're so amazing everybody's in there you know happy and you know spending money and the business is good and bringing their boats i mean boat show is it's good to us and you know we still take boats so you know houston's and some other places i thing i know houston's doesn't take them anymore the one on atlantic right but i'll tell you when people say i can't believe they did that you know it's a boating town i will tell you in their defense and you're a boater so please and i'm sure a lot of your listeners are don't take offense to this but there's two sides to the boating thing what happens is people come in on their boats they already ate and drank all their appetizers on the boat right then they come in and the people are like they complain about the exhaust they complain about the noise they're blocking the view then if they can't 
get space. They're calling you incessantly. But they can't find this. But you're doing the, it is. I get Houston's. We don't have those kind of deep pockets to be able to say, we'll take you any way you want. Air, trains, planes, automobiles. We right. need you there. Right. So for us, we love the boats. But I do but understand some issues. the other side of it as a business person because some people want to watch the boats go by. They don't want them directly in front of them with the, you know, power running all night. Well, so it makes, it it's ma- an, there's two sides of that, but you it know. Ma- it makes me feel good that um, that you're actually making money with the boat show trash. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. See, you, right. See, now, Nicole, she makes money with the boat show trash. Right. The- we do make money, and it's just the start. Of, this summer sucks here so bad. I mean, summer, people don't get it. Oh, well, there's a lot of locals here. We die in the summer like every other restaurant because yeah, there's so good. many people here. So the boat show for us is sort of like, thank God there's seats. It's it's fun. There's activity. No one wants to go to an empty restaurant. So it's like the first breath of life. It's like the for first the breath of life after the season. So yeah. it just feels good to be pumping again and 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 action again and busy again than in fucking August when there's no one here and we're dying of heat and all of that. So that's more of really kind of what it is. But yeah, the boat show trash. We do. We do make money for the boat show. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. I've never even been to the boat show. And you know what I'm talking I've never even gone one time when I grew up here. I've never walked in the boat show. Well, you know, I've done once. Like, I've done like hundreds of boat shows. Never have I even gone there. Yeah. Well, you know, my dad had the boat business. So we did Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Palm Beach, Annapolis, Norwalk, Connecticut, sometimes New York City, Chicago. Yeah. We would do all I, those boat shows. So you know what I mean by boat show trash? Well, not really, because I don't go to the boat show, so I really don't know what All you right, mean. Let me, let me let me just elaborate just a little bit on boat show trash. <laughs> you sound like you want to talk about it, though. Well, dude, we, just, we did a podcast. This is and true. We called it Happy Boat Show. Oh, you ago. did? Yeah. Okay, I have to listen to that one. But see, see Martha's is like getting in the in the um, podcast rhythm. She's gonna start yeah. listening to podcasts. I like and stuff. this. You'd like the boat show one, but um, we spend. Probably a good month before the boat show, just making fun of the boat show trash that comes into town. And boat show trash, like, the easiest way for you at the restaurant to know who's boat show trash, boat show trash has a um, common denominator. 90% of them will wear their boat show lanyard okay. out to dinner. Okay, yeah, that's and, and you never wear a lanyard out to dinner at any time. And they kind of sport that. Lanyard. Uh, okay. Like, right. I'm at the boat okay. show. I'm working the boat show. Yeah. And when they walk into the restaurant, they'll still be sporting it. <laughs> they'll still be sporting it. Yeah. Sporting it. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that, that's. You know. I get that. Right. Yeah. Never, never do that. <laughs> that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is pretty bad. Ours is the spring break thing, too. That's the only, you know, they kind of come there and then they turn back around because this, that's not our place. So. Speaking of spring break. Yeah. You guys get any of that? No, we don't. But it also keeps people from coming now because spring break turned into another thing here, which, you know what? I'm actually fine with the spring breakers because I was a spring breaker once and I know I acted a fool just like that for many <laughs> years. We all know that. So, I mean, we people that are saying like, oh, these fucking kids, you were a kid once too. Didn't you puke somewhere? Didn't you black out somewhere? Didn't you pass out on a beach somewhere? I mean, there's no way you didn't do that. Not only didn't they not, I mean, they, we did that. So they're going to do that too. And they, Let yeah. them do it. And they it's cut, fucking they one week. Chill. You want to hear a funny little spring break story in fishing? Yes. All right. So uh, <laughs> a couple years ago, um, Tannehill, the quarterback for the Dolphins. <laughs> Tannehill. Right. He wants to go He wants to go catch a tarpon. So they call me up and we take him out in front of uh, Miami. And uh, we're out in front of Miami Beach. And it's black spring break. So the whole what beach, is that? The, the ball, Are you sure there's a thing called that? Yeah. Well, if they don't call it, I just made it up. But yes, they did. Call, <laughs> they do call it that. And, black spring break. Right, and all the black colleges go at the same time, and they're all. Are you down. sure that's not that Memorial Day weekend thing? No, this is Black Spring okay, Break. Okay, didn't know about that. So, I gotta so, check that out. Well, you're working so hard at the time, but anyway, so. Uh, during that time is you can catch tarpon. I mean, like right off the beach. Okay. Like you want to get so close to the beach that the lifeguards are telling you not to be there yeah. and stuff. And the whole beach is black. And, uh, 
they're bumping. You know, the music is going. I was going to say, I'm sure they are. Wow. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, I remember Fort Lauderdale Beach used to be like that. I mean, it wasn't black. It was all white kids. But, yeah. you know, you couldn't even see the sand. You they're all having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And um, it's like a cold front, and the wind's blowing from the shore to the ocean. And the whole ocean smells like weed. <laughs> and I mean bad. And Tannehill's getting nervous. And he starts, well, you know, kind of like pacing Was around the he? boat and stuff. And I said, dude, you good over here? <laughs> he's like, he's like, man, he goes, it's, it's, it smells so much like weed. He said, I got to get tested before I go back to practice. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I said, Tannehill, I said, take it easy, dog. I think you're going to be okay. Between all the vaping and everything else that's going on. Yeah, out exactly. There. But there was, yeah, the poor guy was a nervous wreck. Because that's we were, so funny. And we actually left the spot to go fish no another way. area because it's, yeah. He's a little nerve That's <laughs> hysterical. Whatever happened to him? He's coming to Blue Moon, too, on his boat, actually. Is he somewhere else? Yeah, he's somewhere else. He's in uh, Tennessee now. Okay. And he's doing good. Is he good? Actually, actually he had a good Nice game. guy, though. He was a nice Very guy. Very nice guy. I didn't get to know him real well. He yeah, he used once. to come in a few times, his wife, and she's adorable. And then they had the baby and all of that. No, they were good people. Well, he lived... Um, Right down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 10 blocks from here. Yeah. But, but on my way out to the river, I would go by his house. So I'd see him a lot, and I'd give right. him a wave. And when I... I'll tell you something. But yeah, buttoned up for sure, though. Yeah, he just... He, I don't think he's probably ever smoked weed. Yeah, no, he's... Straight, for sure, no. Yeah, very. Before, before I took him fishing, right? I'm rolling down the canal, and he had a, a little center console boat out behind his house, and he's down right. there cleaning right. and stuff. And I yeah. pull up, and I said, hey, Ryan... He kind of looks at me like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so he looks over and I says, you know, I'm the Mike Irvin of snook fishing. <laughs> and he's like, huh? I guess that's right. I'm the Mike Irvin of snook fishing. And he just kind of like got off his boat and walked into his house like, I'm going to get away from this fool. No way. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. That's a steer- After you went, took him fishing? And then later on, I took him fishing. Oh, okay. So and at least it, it wasn't after that when he was like running from you. Well, that would have been he, bad. He was just like, oh, my God, Jesus. I mean, can I get away from people? You know, you know he's, he was kind of new in town and everything. He had no clue where that guy was. He didn't know I was going up, in that, up that and down that canal every so day. That is so funny. It's kind of funny, right? That is, yeah. I How told, is Mike Irvin? You know, I, I never talked to him anymore. His son went to St. Thomas also, which we went to St. Thomas. Shout right. out. Right. STA. Right. But um, it's funny. Um, a cousin of mine was staying down here at the W and uh, he was hanging out at the bar and Mike was down there. Oh, really? And they had a drink and uh, my cousin was like, yeah, do you, do you, um, my, my, my uh, cousin played football with you. And he's like, you remember Jeff Maggio? He's like, oh, Maggio. He's like, I heard he's some sort of fisherman or something. <laughs> some sort of fisherman. <laughs> so, One of those types. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's about, that's about all I got on Mike anymore. Yeah. But um, I'm proud. To say that, you know, Mike went to St. Thomas. I know. I'm proud that I went to St. Thomas. Aquinas. I'm proud of it too. Are you kidding me? You know, my kid wants to go to Carl Gibbons. No way. Yep. Really? Well, I had two that went to university school. I only had a daughter that went to St. Thomas and she didn't like play sports or do anything like that. So I wasn't really hanging out at the football games and all that stuff. I mean, there are people that are still die hard, like St. Thomas at STA every Friday night, every this and that. I, as much as I was into it and, you know, most school spirit and all that, once I left, that was kind of it until now, you know, I still keep in touch with Coach Smith. We've done some luncheons over there and some, some parties and stuff like that. It's been great. So I still have a lot, you know, Sister John. I mean, she's on Facebook. Sister John, Sister Facebook? John is on Facebook and she will like and comment the sweetest things and then put, you know, SJN after that. I mean, she is really? and has, I don't know how this woman is still kicking like looks exactly the day we went to prom and Victor got thrown out for having liquor with him <laughs> tossed out of prom. Oh, she still looks exactly the same. Like I just saw father Kelly the other day, exactly the same. Everybody there. It's like a time warp. They're all still the, the same. Nothing's changed. It's bizarre. They all look great. But would you ever think when we were 16 that sister John or Smith or any of those people would have an influence on you? Even now I, that you're 50. I know. And they do. It's crazy. But that's why that place was so amazing. I think it's past. That's te- really why. But I think it's past tense. Yeah. It, like, like I'll tell you, I tell you, uh, I, I've frequented St. Thomas a few times over the years. Um, since my kids, you know, getting a little older and stuff. Right. And um, some of the kids, you know, that we went to school with, now their kids are playing football there and stuff. So I went to a couple of games and I hung out 
and um, got to see a lot of the old people. You right. Know, yeah. They're surprised. there, man. They're there. But it was not the same. No, vibe. I mean it was so small. We were there. Kalini broke my heart in two. Well, just back up. It was an all-girls competition that used to be in the gym. Now they do it at, at the U School, like huge auditorium. Everybody's walking around. They only come in for their event. Jeff, I was like brokenhearted. That was like we were all there. It was so much smaller. So everything's changed. You know, the scale is so much bigger, which is good for them, but. For us, we remember it's that little tiny square we went to every day, you I, know? I firmly, I firmly believe that um, St. Thomas was probably the best thing that ever happened to 100%. me. hundred percent. I mean, that, it's, it's a great place. But I, re- about it. I really think that we were there at the best and right yeah, time. Yeah, it was, it was a great time. There's no two ways about it. But back to the Gibbons thing, a lot of our friends' kids are going to Gibbons now. I, I can name 10 off the bat. I know whose kids go to Cardinal Gibbons that were diehard STA Raiders and still are like us, either logistics, sports, it's closer. They're friends. They're other, I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. well, I, I was just happy to have one go there because I mean, I like saying I had a kid go there too. And university school was just as great and done great things for my kids too. So I can't complain about either of them, but no, it's all good. It's all good. But I, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know shit about schools. You know yeah. I mean? And most of the people that I know don't know much. Right. Like my mom. They either do or they don't. You have those people that know every fucking school. Every, they're going to be this. They're going to go to here. They're going to go to that. I, I didn't do that at all. I let my kids pick the schools they wanted to go to, stay where they want. You know, I wasn't going to be an influence. It was their experience, you know? Yeah. That and, was it. And I, I figure Victoria at 14 She's a smart kid. Yeah. She knows more than I do about it. Right. You know? Yeah. The only thing I can ask is for her to get great grades, which she does. Okay. Right. That's it. I'm done. Right. That's it. Mm. That's it. I mean, I don't, I didn't write their college applications. I didn't do all their projects. I mean, we were working, you know? So we didn't have the opportunity to sit down and make sure you, you like even got fed. I mean, they had to do all their own stuff. They're very independent now. Thank God. But at the time, you know, we weren't that home every night type of parent yeah. you know so, so so sometimes do you feel like um like you're kind of like the last of the mohicans here in from, fort lauderdale well like from, from there were there, and there's a huge disconnect between the type of fort lauderdale people that were here in the 80s yeah to the ones that are here now and the ones that keep moving in now yeah you know what i find it's weird because i'm i'm i work with so many young people and i met you know my friend betsy's you know my friends from rio vista there's a whole like different like very span age group what i find is i said to someone the other day we think we're the only ones here but then you'll look like like you say on facebook or instagram and there's this whole other group of people doing stuff and you're like well who the fuck are those people like we really kind of think we know everyone here we're the only ones here this is the only group you know i had this big halloween party and i thought oh everyone's here no there's a whole other situation going on now where i think when we grew up there wasn't that much there wasn't like we say it's grown so much so many other condos and younger people and people here you know there's other businesses but but you still feel like you belong oh i do 100 percent to the group that i'm kind of connected in but i'm always thinking like that del mar person like i don't i don't know who that is you know the kind of get dressed up and fancy and they go out every you know friday and saturday night that's a whole nother thing going on here which i mean it's good for fort lauderdale i guess but i just i've, I've noticed that that the, the, there's other things going on besides you know the lot, world of you know martha bennett lots of other things you know and, and i'm exactly opposite of you um you go to the restaurant every day and people are coming to you right i'm on the boats people are coming to me and now when i take somebody old school out right it's like definitely the minority. Yeah. Because I'm taking so many tourists out. I'm taking so many travelers out. Right. And the amount of local types. You know, yeah. A lot of, lot of, you know, father, sons and that type of thing. Right. But very much, you know, the minority. It is. And then when I feel like, oh, that's so-and-so. From, yeah. And I know. Like, like a name. Like a Fort Lauderdale name. You know, I mean, too, you know, sadly, a lot of. Uh, you know the old Fort Lauderdale names you know they're the, that guard is you know passing away or you know it's a whole new situation of, of people and kids and how things kind of operate I mean it is definitely I noticed that I think more than anything there's not kind of that old guard sort of running the town anymore I think that's what it is we 
kind of think we're connected and we can, you know, yeah. we have ins everywhere we go, you know, which yeah. I, which we still do, of course. Well, we have more than, you know, you more can than ask, most, yeah, right? More than you could ask for yeah. a city like this. Nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it's changed a hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's changed. You know, uh, you know, like, um, people are moving away and that too on a faster pace than I've ever, yeah. than I've ever seen. Yeah. And I get it. Right. I get it. I mean, like, like I work all the time. Nicole works all the time so we can stay here. But you know, this, but I thought about too, like, okay, you know, the business is running, you know, we've got managers and, you know, Baron and Bryce are there all the time. My kids are now in college. I mean, if I, my, my parents have, you know, sadly passed away, I'm thinking I could really go anywhere now. Like I could really leave here and my kids could come visit me wherever they want. Blue Moon will still be running for, you know, to the end of time because they've got, you know, Baron and Bryce who do the food and are the chefs. That's one thing when people are like, you're not there, but we'll come another night. I'm like, listen, I'm not cooking the food anyway because it'd be, you know, bologna roll-ups and mac and cheese. So that's go, not... I go there when I'm not there uh, well, and they let me know how it is. Yeah. I mean, that's another <laughs> thing. I used to have to sometimes say, yeah, I'm going to be there when I wasn't because then they won't come. And I'm like... You guys, I've got three kids in college. Come anyway. Like, just please come. I mean, I can't. I don't live there. You know. T t talk to me a little bit about uh, the inside of the business now. Like, years ago when I knew about you know restaurants and the, and the bar business and stuff. <laughs> you know, like especially in my place, we got all the people that worked in the restaurants. You know, would wrap up at ten thirty, eleven o'clock, yeah, and then they'd come out drinking. Exactly, and they would drink all night. Uh huh. That still happens. Do, do an eight ball. That's too, that still happens. That's still the life of the restaurant person. Yes. Is it evolved at all? Nope. Hundred percent. No. That's exactly what it still is. A hundred fucking thousand percent. One hundred thousand percent. Yes, that is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying every single person, of course. I mean, no, but we, it's, you know, it's, we've got guys with, with families and, and things like that. But I'm just saying the norm, the, the 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 in the biz person, be it a restaurant, a bar, a nightlife person. Yeah, you just want to go out and just fucking drink and get crazy after that. I mean, it is a lot, you know, going on. That is still alive and well, one hundred thousand percent crazier then or crazier now just as crazy then as it is now really no doubt about it no doubt about it yes I, I tell you, i'm I, telling you yes i was up there in the del mar the other night and i'm watching the people get their 18 uh -huh. drinks uh-huh yeah I, I don't know well i guess it probably just wasn't late enough to it's see not that. late enough <laughs> it's not late enough and that's not even the person that i'm talking about the patron and the and the worker two completely different things yeah i mean it is it's pretty much I mean, the Sunday morning brunch to see the servers come in and just do an amazing job. I mean, we're just on autopilot. It's just what we do. It's fun. It's, you know, it's lively. We're joking about the night before. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a, that's the person. Is that still a very alive and well? Well, I think, you know, I mean, I mean, the food, you know, that uh, comes out of your restaurant's phenomenal. Yeah, and that's, that's where the food saves us on any given day when it like might be, let's say something did happen or we lost a reservation or we forgot to bring out a birthday or something. You know, the the food is. I mean, it just really is. I mean, even I went there for my birthday brunch the other day only because I had friends in town that wanted to go that day and it happened to be my birthday. And I was like, I'm sitting down and I'm really going to like eat and see what this is. I mean, I don't do that when I'm there. We're running around. You right. know, I'm just grabbing bacon and fuck the food was fucking great. I was like, holy shit. These orange pancakes. I was crushing. Everybody ever sent always the same. Like thing. seriously, I have to give props because I don't do the food and it's every you know what in our defense with the brunches too everybody's got a brunch now every single place has a brunch ours is you know it's the price of the seat 69.95 bottomless bloody mary mimosa champagne which everyone has but then there's all these you know carving stations and sushi and raw bar and just all the small place that you order and a lot of other places are just that a la carte brunch you you buy the the one plate of food and then you add on like the drinks or what have you. Well, at the end of the day, I guarantee you it comes out to almost that, but it's just that perception. But you know, you go around, we went around to all these other brunches when we changed it. Some of them a hundred, 125 bucks ahead, you know, Palm beach and Miami, what have you. And like I said, again, it's all these beautiful flower arrangements everywhere, like gorgeous. Then the food comes in, it's this little translucent shrimp. They taste like shit. You're like, okay, less on the flowers and more on the food. You know, seriously. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that food, you, you can, I'm telling you, I'm not 
just hot boxing because it's my place. It's so good. I mean, it just really is every single thing That's that comes out of there. Like, that is the thing. It's always going to be that. It's always been that. So you can have all your fancy schmancy chandeliers, but half the time I go to these places, I'm like, I would never come back here to eat. Yeah. Maybe have a drink or what have you and take a fucking picture. <laughs> I mean, literally, I mean, that's what people do. From your standpoint, is it harder to manage food quality or the nuts in the business? Well, see, I, like I said, for me, I, the kitchen is just, I don't even go into that part. I mean, so that's you're spending, not. You're spending like crazy energy on the My staff? crazy energy is the guest making sure that, you know, Mrs. Cohen sits at the table that she wants, that they're close enough to the water, that they're, that's the part that I do. I mean, even the staff is really not something that I do. I don't, people are constantly asking me for jobs. I don't hire, I don't fire, I don't do any of that. I want to make sure when you come in with Nicole for your birthday, that you're good, that you're taken care of. That's really always what I have really have done, you know, because I, you know, I didn't start in this business, you know, I didn't, seek out to be in this business well, but working. i oh yeah i mean it's a great combination because you, people want that mm-hmm. you know they do they like i said they won't go if they don't think you know me or baron or bryce are going to be there sometimes they want that and that's that's fine give them whatever you do want you know but you know a lot, a lot of that goes um well some of it's genuine like yeah maybe you had a drink with somebody and they really enjoyed your company and yeah all that. you get some of that that's genuine but i would i would I would almost bet that the vast majority of it is people want other people to know that they're friends with you. Exactly. Well, that's another thing too. And I do, that's, yeah, that's, that's a major part of it too. They want to, you know, for whatever reason, and I'm not faulting that because, you know, I like to know people when I go to places too, but there are times when it's like, you got like, relax, Uh, I'll be there in a minute. Like, it's okay. Like I'm getting over there, you know? So that's, but that's good. No, listen, like I said, we'll do whatever they want, but there is, there are times too when it's, I don't want to say it's not genuine, but this is what we're doing. I mean, people want to be fallen over. People want to be, you know, told that this and that, you know? And so uh, it's, it, it's hard. It's, it's hard at times. It gets, gets harder, you know, the older I get too, because it takes a dude, lot of energy to fake it. There are times it is pretty, but, pretty fake, but, but, but that's business. the best of the faking though, is that the people who I know fucking hate me. Like people <laughs> that I just know that are so bitchy to me when I see them anywhere else, all of a sudden they come into blue moon. It's like Martha. And I'm like, my girl, I saw you, you completely ignore me at the last like holiday party. We no, were at. She's but good. when I get in there, Oh my God, you know, or, yeah. or, I'll, well, I'll say to somebody oh they'll be like oh you know well the host is sat us or what have you and then they'll find out you know I'm one of the partners or whatever and it's like oh the change is so fucking dramatic it's almost like I'm embarrassed for you that you really were going to treat me like shit until you found that out that is a major that is really funny to watch the change that's modern day keg party stuff. you know <laughs> but i mean i probably do it too i mean it is people like oh my god this is but your that, place there's a little bit of you know but that's yeah what, but i was that was me too when i just watched you to the table or i'm in the bathroom you know but cleaning but that's what i mean it's it's more it's really more important for that person they want uh, to know you're there, though. Yeah, but people they, like ownership they, on property. They, they want, want to know the owners are there. That's a big thing, I think. They want the people that they brought to your restaurant. Yeah, to yeah. think that they're special because right. they know you. So you're getting like this fake. You yeah. Know, oh, I mean, some of it's hysterical because I'm like, I know you cannot stand me, like for whatever reason. Like I said, you think I'm pretty charming, but not everybody does. And then when they come in there, they're like, Martha. And I'm like, Oh my God, you fucking can't stand me. <laughs> But tonight, come in. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm happy that anybody's still coming there. I mean, we, that's another thing. When we, when I think we've been there for 23 years, it's like, holy shit. Because every day it's new people and new things and new stuff we're doing and new parties. And it still feels almost like we just opened because you have to have that mentality, you know, to stay relevant. You really do. Well, maybe that's your key to success. Yeah. I mean, it does not seem like all the things we've been through have, have gone on in there because we're just still so happy that we're selling out brunch every weekend or that we're doing all these holiday parties, you know I mean? And the special occasion thing, when I say we'd like to, I don't, I would never say move away from that. I just mean, you know, it'd be nice for people to just pop in. I don't think it's as much as I would like for people to just pop in. But when someone comes in there with their entire family and celebrates their turning 94, like I'm crying. I'm honored that someone wants to come there. That to me is a really big thing. So 
we'll keep doing that for forever because if, if it's like the specialty place, because that to me, I think is pretty cool when I see somebody like with their family there, you know, like the her camps, Carolyn Daly, like they come in every year. You know, I can name so many people, you guys that come in that I'm like, it's really cool that I really have to say, like I'm getting tears in my eyes because it is pretty cool to see your friends like come in there with their whole families that we've known since we were like, yay, high playing, you know, flag football. Well. It's pretty cool. And it, and it shows, and that's something they're just not going to get at the Cheesecake Factory. Well, that's true. Exactly. And you're not going to get it at Norton and all these fancy right. places. Right. No, you're, you're not. You're the, really not. You're right. That's real restaurant shit. Yeah, it is. And it's real, like, Fort Lauderdale shit, too. Like I said, it's like, it's not the closest place to everybody. You could stay much closer to your house. You know, I'm guilty of that, too. And for people to, like, make the effort, like, that's like, that's when the St. Thomas thing comes in or Father Kelly had his whole fam- family flown in from Ireland when they did the Bianis building and they had a party, like 50 people, 50 of his Irish beautiful family. Jeff, these people were the funnest, coolest. I, that was <laughs> years ago. I mean, those kind of things are like, wow, that's that connection that when you say, do you feel like we're still like maybe we're the new old guard? We are the new one. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's who we are. Yeah, but you got you keep you keep in the pace and um if you outpace everybody, yeah. you're always going always going to uh you know, stay relevant. Yeah. And you know, you I mean you you you've watched the people in this town, you know. Some of them burnt themselves out and aren't right. around anymore. I know. But some of them have been here for the marathon. Yep. They know? have. They really have. And I think um that's true talent mm-hmm. you know because how many people have we seen this town destroy i know a lot a you lot know? you got to really you know like i say that business too you know i mean it can it can eat you up too <laughs> you know yeah well i mean fort lauderdale to me has always been a special place but i'd never realized what a minority we were growing up here until I went off to University of Connecticut. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And there was nobody in that whole university that understood where I came from. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a different it's a different person here. I mean, think about you that. You know, we really don't realize that either. Like you go to any other place and it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Exactly. You know? And the shit that we saw I mean, it's, before it's we crazy to, here. Right? The shit we saw before we went to college. Yeah. You know, fuckers, the only thing they, you know, they just might, they might have saw what Scarface or something. Right. You know? Right. And, they, and they're trying to like, and like, well, we grew up in that exactly. shit. Exactly. We grew up in that shit. Exactly. I know. That gives us a huge advantage. It does. <laughs> I know. It kind of does. I mean, you could, I could just walk in any place and be like, yo, what's up? Like, da da da. I feel like you kind of have that. A little bit of moxie, you know, that other people don't have because we, we, we did, had to. We did a podcast about it. We called the, um, the Kelly Slater effect. Oh, really? Well, like, you know, Kelly Slater was the surfer that came from Florida. Exactly. Right. <laughs> no. And that was like, you know, unheard of. And because he came from here. Yeah. He was used to and did perform at a higher level than everybody right. else. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he yep. was like a super champ. Same right. with a lot of the football players. Yeah. A lot of the businessmen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Boat, oh, yeah. Boat builders. I mean, right. you can go down the list. Yeah. The if you can perform here at a high right. level, yeah, there's no other, there's no other place in the world. No, that you're right. Like I mean, I feel like that. I don't ever get like you know intimidated like going somewhere else. Like we've already been. You know what I mean? Like you can't really. So so you're thinking you're going to be a lifer? You're going to be here forever? You know that's what I'm saying. Like I always thought. Well, I'll probably leave. I'm like, where the fuck am I going to go? You know, I was in San Francisco recently. You know, it's gorgeous, but you know, I don't know anybody. I mean, you do think. Uh, I'm I'm gonna leave when I can or try another place. I mean, you think you're we gonna be alive or- we have it pretty fucking good, Jeff. <laughs> I ha- gotta say, I mean, the other day it was like 75 degrees. I'm sitting out back. The Jungle Queen's going by. My dogs are chilling. I'm like, wow, this is not too fucking bad. Like, this is pretty cool. Everywhere else in the world, it's weather shit. It's expensive as hell. You know, traffic. I mean, our traffic's not that great anymore either. But just, I don't know. I thought, where would you really go and be more happier than you are, like right now in this moment? You know, 
Yeah. Even though I can't find anybody to pick me up when I run out of fucking gas. Other than that, I'm pretty good. <laughs> if you move away, you're not going to find anybody That's what I was thinking. That's what I mean. It's not going to change somewhere else. I'm really not going to have anybody pick me up when I'm running out of gas. I do have one friend, Betsy Doyle, who would actually come and, 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 and help me when I run out of gas. And I'm sure if anybody listens to this, I'm going to say, I'll come and help you when you run out of gas. It's not that. It's more like putting someone out, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And I run out of gas all the fucking time, too. It's crazy. You run out of gas all the time. Jeff, you don't understand. I, do, I hate getting gas, as anybody that really knows me. Yes, I run out of gas all the time. I ran out of gas the other day on I-95 in between Commercial and Oakland, and the incident response team came, and they had all these cones set up and everything. Traffic was backed up for miles. I was like, Mart, you have got to fucking stop doing this. Yeah. I mean, it was bad. I felt bad about that, because then you're putting people out. You know, I'm like, I'm I'll not- make it. I'll make it. I didn't make it. I mean, I mean, I, they, I, they brought me gas, the incident response team. They bring gas. They, they had someone come and give me gas. Well, I, mean, I was driving around in a 1992 <laughs> Dodge Cummings forever. So that thing would break down, but never did I run out of no, gas. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> I ran out of gas with my Jeep the other day. My friend John A. Love you, John A. He came. I was like, I need you. It's a Sunday morning. Come and I need you. He's like, oh, my dog. Again? I was like, I don't know. I just don't pull over and stop. Jeff, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walked when you walked in the house, you were telling me you uh, you're intrigued about maybe doing your own podcast yes, for the restaurant yes. business. Yes, I do want to. Do, I have been talking about it for way too long. Now that I'm here, you're inspiring me. I want to do what I want to call eat me, and I want to talk about all the things people do when they're in a restaurant that they hate what other people do when they're in a restaurant, but they do it too. You know, the bringing in service dogs that aren't service dogs. You know, which I. Oh, that's a major thing. No, I know it happens. And I have my own dogs. I, you know, I, I don't really care that you bring your dog in. I mean, it's not allowed even, but it's not even that. It's just to look at me in the face and say, yes, this is my service dog. Like what service is it providing? I mean, you see a real service dog. They have that, like almost like that sad face. Like they take on the burden of the owner. This lady, the other day, about this is actually two years ago. Everything I say is the other day. She brought in her fake ass service dog. She had this fucking dog on a seat. The fucking dog's ass on the seat. Now, I have my two dogs who I love dearly feeding it with a fork shrimp off the brunch. Okay, I'm sorry. The other lady pulled me over. She's like, ma'am, this is like not okay. So you can ask someone to leave if their dog is like a nuisance. So I went over and I said, ma'am, you know what? I'm going to charge you a kid price because you're taking up a seat and you're feeding this dog my food off a fork that other people can see you that are going to have to eat off that fork again. And I said, and it's just, I mean, I just don't understand where you would put your dog on a seat and feed it right here. So I said, so, I mean, if you take up a seat, that's, we reserve those seats to get paid for those seats. That's all we sell the seat. It's like a, it's like an airline. So she comes over. She's like, you know what? I don't really like the way you handled it. I'm like, you don't like the way I handled this? Let me get this straight. You just came in here, lied to my face, your fake service dog, grossed out half this restaurant, <laughs> and I, you don't like the way I handled this? Get the fuck. You, are you kidding me? So as you see, I'm getting heated. Like, I need this podcast because there are things that people do that I'm like, I have got to be on candid camera right now. This cannot, someone can really not be asking me or, or doing this. What, what, when, when did the dog thing the dog thing is fucking kills me. Yeah, but when did that... Can I, they not stay home? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Can they not... Do they know you're going to brunch without them? I mean, what the fuck is it? I don't get it. Why, did, why do people that are into dogs now feel like they're more righteous I, I, I than just, everybody else? I don't know. I, trust me, I do not know. Where know. Came from? I do not know where that came from. But it's true. It is very true. It's right. just become a thing that they you can't... Dogs are not to. Does the dog even want to be in the restaurant? Do they want to be sitting there? Like, no. bored as fuck? I don't know. I'd rather be asleep if I was that dog home, you know, than toted around. Why do they need to. I don't. I go to the dog park, go to dog friendly places, but to come in a place like that, a busy ass brunch, have their dog on a leash, clearly a safety hazard, clearly not a service dog, you know, it's just. It's just gotten crazy. Dude, I love you. They can. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Of, I mean, I love I that. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Nicole deals. Leave with, their fucking thing at home. Nicole deals with it at the spot. I can't take it. But like, it's two hours. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen to this dog? You know, um, Martha. You know, like the, my my podcast. You know, a lot of rednecks. You know, fishing <laughs> types and. 
you know, they're kind of more on the quiet side or whatever. And like, uh, you know, Jeff, the lunker dog, whatever, is a little bit more, um, let's just say, outrageous, outgoing, like I'll curse and stuff. Right. But uh, thank God that uh, you came in here to do this recording. <laughs> because now I don't feel bad at all. No, fuck no. This is why I want to do my own because I'm just going to let it all out there. Like I said, I kind of was nervous because... I don't want to bitch about people that are coming into my restaurant, but I really want to educate people to know how the things they do, you know, staying for four hours when, you know, you were done two hours ago. I mean, don't rush out, but that's not, then you come in though and you go, where's my table? And you're that overstayer and now you're upset. Like things like that. People don't realize they're, they're kind of doing it to themselves, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, asking calling and saying, you know, I don't want to be charged for brunch because I just had gastro bypass surgery. Like that's not, you know, what does that have to do with me? You know, <laughs> I mean, coming to brunch is probably what got you into that mess in the first place. So I don't know what to tell you. That's not, I should not have taken the hit for that, but people and the girl was like, that's discrimination. Da, da, da. I'm like, what am I discriminating against? It's sixty nine ninety five for an adult to sit in that seat for brunch, whether you had gastric bypass surgery or you got your tits done. I don't care. Are you venting? Yes. Do you feel better? Do you feel better? I haven't changed, Jeff. You know, I get on a roll. I like it. But it's true. Those are the things I want to talk about. Like, my business is the same as your business. You know, you come. This is the price. This is what it is. There's not a lot of, oh, now I'm vegan. Now I'm paleo. I'm this. I'm that. Oh, my God. Are you really? How come all the vegan restaurants go out of business? This is what I would like to know. Where the hell are the Where the fuck are they? Right. It's kind of like they're they're blue moon going. Well, what's there for a vegan to eat? I don't know. Fucking watermelon. What do you want from me? Well, like, yeah. The ve- I mean, I don't vegan, know. I think the, you're the vegan. How do I know what you eat? Well, I think most of the vegan stuff is fake. Right. And then um, I mean, I don't I don't even know because it's it's a seafood restaurant. So. All right. I got another question for you. So I think the vegan thing's pretty much fake. I also think that the greenies are kind of fake. What's the greenies? You know, people are supposed to be driving around in smart cars and stuff. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, they're the same. I think, right? Well, just how many smart cars are pulling up to uh, Blue Moon None. every night? None, right? I don't even know where is their smart car. Like, right. what is that? So, you know, like, <laughs> you know, they're like brainwashing the kids to be green now. Right, so yeah. So, my kid's part of the brainwash, you know? Right, oh, yeah. So, uh, last summer. Part we, of the brainwash. So, last summer, um, we're sitting in downtown Boston. Uh, a little summer vacation. I wanted the kids to, see, you know, see the city. And right, all that. right. So we're chilling, you know, right in the, you know, all the big buildings and the cobblestone. And all the cars are going by, and blah blah blah. So I says to the Victoria, I said, Victoria, I said, where are all the uh, conservationists? I go, where are all the greenies? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we're in like most liberal state in the country. Oh yeah. I says, there isn't one smart car. Right. Everybody's driving around in a four-door SUV. Exactly, right. Pickup trucks, right. everything. Right, right, So where the hell are all yeah, these people? Yeah, it's, like it's like a under, it's like they want, they say they are, but they're really not. It's, That's what you mean about the fakeness? No, it's fake. Right. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I listen, not, bacon is too good. I can't, I could never. I can't, I can't. I right? just could not the do hottest, it. I'm sorry, I don't know. I just. Dude, the hottest chicks in Fort Lauderdale eating bacon. To each his own. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. It's true, though. And they're bragging about it. Exactly. They should be. I mean, no, I, I don't really know any any vegan chicks. Every chick I know is bacon eating, fucking vodka Tito drinking. See, I think they're the, hot. I think the fake vegan goes into a restaurant like yours. Yeah, sits down with all her peers. Right. And goes out of. Well, her, they have to make it a big fucking deal too right. to tell you. They go out. No, they go out. They of have their to make way. it a big fucking deal for everyone to know there's a vegan coming in. Like exactly. I don't give a shit what you're. I, it's it's. Uh, I mean, they say the thing. What you know? How will you know if somebody's vegan or does CrossFit? And they're like, don't worry, they'll tell you. It's like kind of the same thing. Like you that. know? Yeah. I think I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna title this podcast. <laughs> 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 No, I'm going to put Blue Moon Fish Company, and then I'm going to put... Right, I'm going to have no customers. No, then I'm going to put in parentheses, the hottest chicks in town eat bacon. It's true. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, Martha, I know you got... I love sh- you. I know you got shit to do I today. I do. Uh, I want to help you. This is fun. It's fun, right? Yeah, it's, very. It's my new favorite pastime. I love it. The, the, the only thing I wish that was different about today is I wish my, my studio was already built. Oh, true. Well, I'll come back when the studio's built. We got to do more. Right. um, Because I tell people on the podcast and on social media now that, you know, my favorite pastime is drinking beers and doing podcasts. Yeah. 
Well, I can so see this is like so your element right now. Like this is hysterical. <laughs> like I mean, seriously. Like I'm I'm kind of having a moment right now. This is hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to help you with your podcast. No, for sure. I need to do it. You know, my son's trying to help me, and then you know he's in New York. You know, he goes to NYU, which is a it's a, a very funny plug if people hear this because I tell everybody that unsolicited. Um, but yeah, I want to because I do. I could go on and on and on, as always. Well, yeah, you got to. Um... So we'll have to fine tune it. So yeah, well, you're gonna be good. Um, at w- there's different styles of podcast. Yeah, but if you can go solo, right, and do yourself for twenty five to forty five minutes. Oh, I for sure can. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah, <laughs> your hard part is going to be able to shut up. Right, and let and, the guests come in. And let the guests. Speak. Right. You know how much I like. I let you speak. Yeah. There was so much shit I wanted to say. Right. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Well, no. we gotta do another one. We're gonna do. We'll do more. But okay. what I'm saying to you is, nobody wants to hear me anymore. They want to oh, hear my guests. They gotcha. want to hear Martha. Right. You right. Know? They want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once I get through all those things, like I said, the service dogs, the discounting, the uh, asking for donations, asking for this, you know, I would say if my fucking phone rang as much for reservations as it did for donations, I'd have, we'd be in the Bahamas right now doing this podcast in my beautiful house, you know? So I have a lot to say. All right. Well, this is fantastic. Love you. Good luck down there. STA for life. STA for life. Good luck down there. Love you, Sister John. Right. Good luck down there at Blue Moon. Thank you, babe. Good luck with all that boat Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right. They've come and gone, but yeah. On to the holidays. One of the best recordings I've done in a long time. Hey, thank you, baby. Run that dog. Run that dog.